August 18th, 2022. We're in Masechet Sanhedrin and Daf Kof Aleph Amud Bet. If you count in the in-between lines, there's just uh, three of them. It's the second one, so it's the middle of those in-between lines. After the narrow lines, of course, before the widest lines, the middle of those, and it's four words before the end of the line, the Gemara was and will be uh, amidst a discussion about Yeravam ben Avat. If you recall, we began introducing his story and the rabbi's vision furthermore of him. Yeravam ben Avat is this king who's appointed uh, over much, if not most, of Am Yisrael. And uh, he's the worst king that we had. We talked about Menashe beforehand being one of the worst. Yeravam ben Navat seems to take the, uh, t- take the medal, take the award for being the worst. He erected uh, Avodah Zarah to Egle Zahav during that time period to prevent people, we'll see the story in a moment or two, from doing Ali Ala Regal. He didn't want people entering the Mikdash. He wanted people focused on Avodah Zarah. He grew a uh, family of Kohanim for Avodah Zarah. He brought back the Bamot, these outside of Mikdash circumstances and situations where you're sacrificing. He was able to, and the rabbis have a creative way of understanding or remembering exactly how he did so, to sway the majority of Am Yisrael away from God and to Avodah Zarah. That was his capacity, that was his capability. And the Gemara has, well, the Mishnah told us he doesn't have a, a place in the world to come. And the Gemara now, first and foremost, asks the following question, Uminalan, First and foremost, you have some sort of reference, even a veiled reference in the Pesukim, that he's not ateh, he's not coming, to the world that's coming, meaning the world to come. You had the statement, I understand he was a rotten person, I accept all the terrible things that he did as historically factual. However, who said that's what demerits a person from Olam Haba? Says the Gemara, we have some sort of reference Remez in the Pasuk Dichtiv, as the Pasuk says in Sefer Melachim, Vayhi Baddavar Hazel Hatat Bet Yeravam, Ulahakhid, Ulahashmid, Me'al Peneha Adama. The Pasuk has a twofold verb with regards to the, uh, the destruction and the utter uh, demolition of Yeravam. He's Lehakhid, and uh, furthermore, Lehashmid, Me'al Peneha Adama. Two words that are somewhat synonymous with regards to being lost and destroyed from the world or from the ground. Says the Gemara, why the double wording? That's the Pasuk in Sefi Melachim referencing, hinting to us, he lost not only life in this world, he lost life in the world to come. All right, the Gemara accepts that and moves on. Says the Gemara, Lemalchut. All right, if Yeravam was such a rotten person, why did he merit the monarchy, the kingship? What we do know, certainly in the eyes of the rabbis, is that Yeravam was quite well-versed. He was knowledgeable in Torah. Again, to be persuasive, to be a person who's manipulative to a nation at large, you have to be pretty shrewd, you have to know your stuff, you have to be able to play the part. So that much is clear, but why and how the monarchy he must have some attributes, some zechut, some merit that helped him up to the top. Says the Gemara, it's because he had some sort of appropriate, not in the manner and fashion, but in the content of Shelomo HaMelech, who's the king who precedes him. Well, why does he then ultimately speaking uh, get punished? 
because whatever that rebuke, which we'll read about in a moment, was, he did it publicly, which of course is embarrassing. If you're rebuking a person, if you're speaking about their wrongdoing, do it in the appropriate private fam- f- fashion. Shene Emar, as the Pasuk says, So there seems to be some sort of closing of a peretz, means a hole, a breach, of the city of David, his father. What could be wrong with that? If there's a breach in a wall, I'd love to patch it up. That's what was wrong. That's what the rebuke of Yeravam to Shilomo is. Shilomo, how dare you close those holes, those apertures and openings in the walls to the city of your father? Amarlo, apparently, say the rabbis, this is what took place. Yeravam ben Navat turns to Shilomo and says to him, Avicha parat pirsot bahoma kedeshi alu Yisrael laregel. You know, your father, specifically David, opened holes in the gate, in the uh, passageway, to, to open up passageways uh, to Makom HaMikdash. That was his purpose. I know it weakened him in several ways, but fundamentally his purpose was to make it easier for people to enter. Imagine entering into just a few passageways or having an abundance of them. We're dealing with Am Yisrael coming on the Regalim three times a year. There's going to be a lot of foot traffic, a lot of, I don't know, donkey traffic entering in. You'd like it to be a swift and, and, and comfortable process for the people. Not too much traffic, so he opened up many openings. Question? He still had Ali Al-Aregel, you still had a you still had a connectedness. I mean, the, the Mishkan was at that time period for much okay. of it in Ir David. I keep saying Mikdash, I'm sorry. Mishkan. Yes. Um, so, so it turns Yeravam and says, Your father did really nicely. But you closed them up. Now it could be that he, as Yad Rama points out, that he opened, he, he closed them up for a plethora of reasons. It could be that Shilomo determined it was not safe for the people. Even though it's easier for them to go up, you know, have a security breach and you, you don't have the ability to defend. Could be a whole, a whole plethora of possibilities. The Pasuk doesn't really describe to us why Shilomo does so, but Yeravam ben Avad accuses him. He says to him, why'd you close them up? You did it so that you'll be on top of taxes. If people are just heke, entering in through that passage, that passage, hard to determine who's entering in to keep, ta- to keep, keep a, a, a certain a, a, a tally of who's entering and what they're paying and if they're up to date. Now that you close them up and you have specific entrances, you have your people there, and the only reason you need those taxes is because he got married to that daughter of Paro, which we know, whom we know about, and you need a lot of money for her. You need pomp and ceremony. You need wealth. That's why you did this. So you're instead of looking and determining what's best for the people, what's best for you is what's on your mind. Okay, and again, what was wrong is, although he's right in the claim, apparently, he's wrong in the approach. He does it publicly. Furthermore, the Pasuk says, Umay, what does it mean at the beginning of the Pasuk? The Pasuk describes how he raises a hand. He didn't raise a hand. He's just rebuking him. Amar Rav Nachman shehalat tefilav befanav. The way in which the rabbis envision a wrongful exposure, a wrongful way of dealing with a person who's honorable is uh, taking your tefillin shel rosh off in front of them. You could turn around and take them off. The fact that I take it off in front of you, again, it's not really applicable to us today. We're not wearing our tefillin shel rosh out in the street. But wearing it in knis, it's okay if, you, if, if we have important rabbis and you take it off in front of them or presidents or something like that. But the vision is, if you're wearing it at all times and it's, so to speak, part of your garb, 
So it's almost declothing yourself, making yourself somewhat, at least religiously naked in front of the king, inappropriate. That's what he does, and that is a sign of shame to the king. I'm out of... No, what merited him the kingship in the eyes of the rabbis is the rebuke. Yes, rebuke. that you're thinking about the people. Of course, the irony is, is, is manifest. The same thing. It's, it's, it, not only does he do the same thing, he's fully about himself, and he takes them away oh, from the mikdash in a full sense. The Gemara will say that he threatened them to kill them. That is true, but he does keep them away from the true place. You're, you're, but you're right. And as Mara says, in the scheme of things, Jesse, he says to them, I'm making it easier for you. And it's exactly the way he gets them. He says, I'm making two locations. You don't need to go to this one central location. And you can find God over there. And so he, he pulls that on them, but effectively he does the same thing much worse. If, Meaning, Hashem knows what his intention is, I, I, where he's going with it. Well, I don't know if, I don't, I'm actually quite certain, at least in the eyes of the rabbis, he's not going there with this at this point. At this juncture, Hashem knows where it will go, because he's Yodea Atidot. But in, in the scheme of things, does Yeravam and. But what I'm saying is, no, 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 not on Shalomon, Yeravam. Yeravam looking at this turns to Shalomon, I'm going to say it like this, right? He does, the way the rabbis have it is, he says to him the reasoning for it. Alternatively, he just says to him, without in entering the reasoning, which he does, which he does, he says, and you're not thinking about the people. And that's an important rebuke. If you turn to me, uh, not an important person, but the head of a synagogue, and you say to me, but you're not caring about the people, you're caring about yourself, that's a very important rebuke. I'd like to say if whatever I did or do, it's not really my intention, but if you're saying that to me, that was an important rebuke. If you said it appropriately, that's the way we're understanding it, that's the way we're feeling it, that's an important thing. So Yeravam's moment over there, and it's, it's brazen, it's courageous to talk to the king and speak to him like that, he's right. In the eyes of the rabbis, that merits kingship. That's, that's a leadership quality that you see in what he's doing for whatever reason and however he's doing it. There's some deficiency with regards to his leadership and you can talk to him about that. That's important. That's what and I have. Felt it. And Shalomah must have felt it. Wasn't Yeravam Shalomah's teacher? Wasn't he his rabbi? Yeravam was certainly in the eyes of the rabbis the teacher of Shalomah and the teacher in general again, but he's more than just teaching Torah over here. He's teaching leadership. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, and, that's, and that's the merit in the eyes of Amar of Nahman, however, you should know, even with all that potentially well-intentioned rebuke, it was, and I said this earlier, and I'll say it again, it's oftentimes the fall of the great people. Uh, it's the gasut ruach, the Gemara says, the ga'ava, the self-centered, ostentatious uh, the posture and vision of a person. What took him out of this world and the world to come? It was his ga'ava. Shene'emar, after all, the pasuk describes Yeravam's inner thoughts. Yeravam initially says, well, now I see that David's descendants, Shalomo, and others will take control, excuse me, not Shalomo, it's uh, Rehavam, will take control of the future kingship. I'm specifically nervous if the nation makes their way up to worship God in the Mishkan, the Mikdash, to slaughter, to sacrifice in, in Jerusalem. They'll in turn 
uh, turn their their hearts, their eyes to God, to the true God, and they'll pay attention to the son of Shilomo, the descendant of David, and they'll kill me. And he'll end up winning. Says the Gemara, here is what was going on behind the scenes. What's with the idea of they're going to turn to God and they're going to support Rehavam? Maybe they'll turn to God and support Yeravam ben Navat. As Jesse said, he's the mentor. He's the one who knows Torah. He's the one who's... I'm not saying Shil- Rehavam didn't know anything. I'm just saying Yeravam is renowned for that. It goes like this. Amar, the suggestion of the rabbis is, Gimire, he said, we have a tradition. If you're in the Azara of the Mikdash, if you're in that sanctuary zone, the only people who can sit there everyone else needs to be standing, are those who are descendants of Malche Bet Yehuda. In other words, you're from the kingship of Yehuda, meaning the descendants of David. Once they'll see, because we're all together there, slaughtering, sacrificing, they're going to see Rehavam sitting, and I'm standing. Everyone's going to look and say, ah, we see how the leadership, how the strength of this nation, the head of it works. And they'll say, that's the king, Rehavam, he's able to sit. That Yeravam guy, he's the slave. He's, he's, it's just like one of us. So maybe what I'll do is I'll sit down. I'll pretend I'm like the king. That's not going to work. I'll be considered someone who's rebellious against the king. You're not allowed to sit in the Azara. Not only are you going against Halakha, you're showing that you think that you hold some stronghold with regards to the kingship. And they'll kill me. And they'll follow him, meaning Rehavam. As a result, immediately, what's the ingenious Solution of of Yeravam ben Avat vayivat hamelech vayas shenei glezahav. He determines I'll make it easier for them. I'll take them out of the azara. I'll make it my condition, my vision, my plan, but away from a place of vulnerability. I'll construct two iglesahav. Vayomer alehem. He says to the people, Rav lachem alot Yerushalayim. Chalas, you don't need to go up to Jerusalem any longer. Hine elohecha Yisrael. Here's your gods, Yisrael. Asher heelucha meretz Mitzrayim, the ones who took us, took you out of Egypt. Of course, very similar, very reminiscent of Heta Egel. Those are the exact words. The Gemara, as a matter of fact, in the bottom of Daf Kof Bet, will go into Dirashot with regards to Heta Egel. This is, I mean, you're dealing with Egel Zahav times two. Same words, and amazingly, he's able to convince them. All right, so that's, that's what he does. He places them on two sides of Eretz Israel, of where the people are encamped. Says the Gemara, all right, we got the story, but the beginning of that pasuk said, Vayivaat means he consults. Who's he consulting with? It sounds like his suggestion, his way. He's self-centered, he's got a vision, he'll take them away from... He uses Avodah Zarah, at least in the eyes of the rabbis, as a way to power. Not, to, uh, not, not a philosophical wrongdoing, per se. Not the theological, he's against God in some way or fashion in the classical sense. He wants his own self-centered power. And so what is it? Vayivahatz. That's Gemara Mai Vayivahatz. Who was he consulting with? Amar of Yehuda, Sheoshiv Rasha Yitzel Sadiq. In his wisdom, in his wicked wisdom, he takes a wicked person and a righteous person, Yeravam ben Avatas, and he places them one next to the other. Amalehu, he turns to them, and again, he's well known for his wisdom, for his knowledge of Torah, so they're going to listen to a lot of what he says. He says, Hatamitu al kol da'avidna, would you guys sign off blindly on all that I'll do? Amru hin. They say, yeah, absolutely, for sure. You're the guy. Amalehu malkaba'ina 
says, listen, I, I want to be the king. You all right with that? Amru le'ehin. You're a good guy, sure. Kol da'amina lechu avditu. He says to them, to the wicked one, to the righteous one, you know, I guess, you know, their reputations. He says, everything that I'll say to you, you'll do. Listen, I'm going to be the king. Even leading up to kingship, you'll support me and everything. I'm Rulehin. All right, they're really on board. He's conditioned them. He marinated the circumstance. They're on board. They're, they're working with him. He says to them now, Even if I tell you to worship um, uh, idols, to do Avodah Zarah, Amar le Sadiq, immediately the righteous one, the pious person speaks, so says, Has v'shalom. So heaven forbid. Amar le Rashala Sadiq, the one who doesn't think as straightly, and the one who's a little bit more skewed in his vision, says to the righteous one sitting next to him, do you really think you really think a guy like Yeravam is going to worship or ask us to worship Come on, this is all a test. This is all a test of his. He wants to see. He just wants to see if he were going to accept his word. And as a result, they sign on. So he has this uh, manipulative circumstance which he built and he's got two people apparently somewhat important people signing off even on the acceptance of if he brings them to Avodah Zarah unsuspecting not at all uh, expecting him to actually do that so as the Gemara he's got and implies he's got all sign-offs on this he gets everyone involved because he gets everyone behind his team with regards to his vision for the future. And they're signing up, assuming it's all a test that they're actually on his side. The dumb guy is saying that he would never do such a thing. Mm-hmm. So now when he goes and does it... Too late. Why? Because he signed off? Because I turn now, now that I got all the G'dolei Yisrael, I got all the important people, I turn now to the yo-yos. I turn now to the lowlifes. I say to them, will you come to Abu Dhabi? And I take out a piece of paper and I show you everybody signed off on it. That's right. So it might be that the rabbis and chief rabbis are not actually doing it, but now I'm showing all the lower stratum, strat, you know, stratum of the people, uh, this is what they want you doing. They don't have access to talk to them. You got them convinced once, you got a movement going. Uh, it's this, you know, look around as things, and it doesn't happen often, as movements begin, sometimes the movement begins best with some sort of statement, even if it's skewed, about what the leadership truly wants, and then you go to the regular blue-collar, lower-class citizens, you have them doing it, and it just funnels upward. That's what's happening over here. Listen, I'm not specific because there's so much more, but yeah, I mean, that's says the Gemara, even a righteous and important prophet of the time, who was an important and righteous person pretty much until the end, and uh, we'll read a little bit about him, even he was, say the rabbis, according to their tradition, coaxed into signing off on Yeravam ben Navat. Again, you got the top guy, you're really convincing, at the very least, the people who aren't talking to the top guy. How do you know that we even got Ahiyah Shiloni? Says the Gemara, because after all, we know something about a later king. This later king, his name was Yehu. He was quite a righteous person. Sadiqaraba, a great Sadiq. Shene Imar, after all, the Pasuk says about Yehu, Vayomer Adonai Yehu, Ya'an Asher Hetivota La'asot Hayashar Be'inai, Kechol Asher Bilvavi Asita Lebetahav. You have a progeny to come being kings because you really follow in my way. Okay, that's great. That's a great situation. So, yeah, who's a good guy? 
Says the Gemara, you should know about him. Uchtiv, the Pasuk says furthermore in Sefer Melachim about Yehu, Yehu lo shamar lalechet betorat Adonai Elohei Israel bechol He didn't actually follow the Torah of God with all of his heart and mind. Lo san me'al hatot yiravam Israel. He couldn't get past the sins, sins and wrongdoings of Yiravam ben Avat. Why not? My garmale. Here we're dealing with an important guy, Yehu. How often does the Navi talk about a king of ours and say he was a good king? Pretty much never. Yehu was one of those. And he couldn't get past Yeravam? My garmale. What was it about Yeravam's trappings of these Bamot, of this Abu Dazara, that even Yehu was ensnared? Amar Abaye berit kerutali svatayim. The first opinion of Abaye is perhaps it had something to do with what he said. He may have not meant it when he said it, but we need to be careful with what we say even when we don't mean it. The context is as follows. Yehu, who again is a righteous, important, good king, wants to kill off all those priests, Kohanim, whom Yeravam appointed as the priests for Abu Dazara. You gotta be manipulative in that respect as well. So he turns to them and he says to them, Ahav, uh, 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 ahav, the, the pasuk says as follows: Ahav avad me'at Yehu harbe. Ahav, the previous king, he worshipped the Baal, the Sa'avodazara bit. Me, I'm going to worship him a lot. As a result, he gathers them around. Oh my goodness, this king, we thought he was with that god being. He's with our gods, with a lowercase g. And as a result, they gather around him. He's able to get their trust and kill them. But listen to his words. His words are not carefully weighed enough. He says about himself, I worship the Baal a lot. Says Abaye, that was his downfall, ironically. Just by speaking about yourself in particular ways, in a certain subconscious fashion, you affect yourself. And the Gemara suggests, Abaye suggests, that's why ultimately speaking, he couldn't fully pull out of this game plan of Yeravam ben Avat. Alternatively, Rava, really in line with what we were suggesting, Rava Amar, Chotamoshel Ahiyah Hashiloni Ra'a Veta'a. Uh, the suggestion of Rava is, that's not what happened. Rather, what happened was Yehu, a king, a righteous king, he sees the signatories for Yeravam ben Nabat. Now, who is the signature which is going to convince him? It's the signature of uh, Ahya HaShiloni. That's what convinced him, and that brings us back to the beginning line of this Amud, that even Ahya HaShiloni fell prey to signing off with Yeravam ben Avat's evil plan. All right, now the Gemara describes a bit about the evil wrongdoings of Yeravam ben Avat. The Pasuk says with regards, so it's a cryptic Pasuk, which the rabbis will break up. Pasuk says with regards to this plan of Yeravam ben Avat, Veshahata Setim, Setim is a reference in, in Tehilim and elsewhere to Abu Dazara. So something about slaughtering Abu Dazara, He'emiku, they went in deep, Va'ani, but I, says God in Sefer Hoshea, Musar lekulam. Musar, we think about, you know, Musar. Misilayisha Musar, Milashon Yisurim. I'm torture, I'll give pain lekulam to all. What is this Pasuk referring to? Amar Biyohanan, Amar Kadosh Baruch Lehem He'imiku Misheli. You should know the ways of the idolaters who are bringing the people to Avodah Zarah. They've gone deeper than me. They've made it more difficult to get around their system than I did in mine. Ani am. I said, I said, if you don't do Ali Ala Regels, what the Torah tells us, you need to do Ali Ala Regel. We'll read about it in Parashat Re'eh. We read about it in Parashat Mishpatim. Torah talks about it. You need to, three times a year, go up to the, to the Makom, to the place which God chooses. We know that as Mikdash afterwards. 
If you don't go, you're over on aseh. What do you do? What do you get if you violate a mitzvah aseh? Yisurin, you got tortured a little bit. We beat you up a little bit. We say, you know, you really should be following the law. We smack you up if we if we have shofitim v'shotirim. That's what I said happens if you don't listen to me. You want to know what they did? You want to know what the Yeravams did in order to circumvent my system? They said, alternatively, anyone who actually goes up, listens to the Torah, the Pasuk says, you get killed. Yeravam was not only manipulative with his words, he was with his sword as well, the suggestion is. He said, if you actually follow this archaic, wrongful system, uh, you'll get killed. I imagine this is at a later stage, much like Nazi Germany, right? At a later stage, once you gain traction and the people are already in line, so now you can threaten any of the dissenters. The Gemara continues, it's Doresh Pesukim with regards to the rise of Yeravam. Not, not so much with what he did, but his rise, Vahi Ba'etahi. And the Gemara is going to be Doresh very often in Torah, Nevi'im, and Ketuvim when the Et is mentioned, at that time. Oh, yeah, at that time. Uh, what's the reference? I know, you told me a sentence. I told you, you know, yesterday I was in the park. At that time, well, why'd you say at that time? Those were extra words for no reason. Anytime Torah uses those words, the rabbis hone in on it. Like, what is this being mentioned? So what took place was as follows. It's the time at which Rehavam is leaving. He goes to Shechem in order to what he believes uh, be coronated. Not exactly the greatest coronation for him because the people end up turning to Yeravam. Yeravam leaves Jerusalem. That's apparently su- su- suggestive of something we'll talk about. It's at that time that's suggestive of something. He finds Ahya Shiloni. I told you that's our good guy who's wearing like a new cloak of some sort. He ends up taking this new cloak off. He rips it into 12 portions. He says, take 10 of these portions, Yeravam, because you're the future king over 10 of the tribes, the majority of Am Yisrael, not Yehuda. But as the statement over here is, I mean, that was a prophetic moment. That's the way the prophets used to anoint sometimes with all sorts of imagery. Well, that's what took place. Says the Gemara, Tana Mishum What's that et? What's that time? Etim izumenet lepuranut. It was a time which was auspicious for bad things to happen. It was a time set aside for wrongful activity. The Gemara will go on, and I'll, I'll reference a little bit before we do so, just to give the vantage point, to talk about a day like Tisha B'Av. Harambam's words, and somewhat uncharacteristic for Harambam when he describes Tisha B'Av, he says it's a time which is mizuman lefur'anut, a time which is set aside for bad things to happen. We do know that historically. There might be a psychological dimension that we are more vulnerable during that time period, but we do know historically. The Gemara will reference, the Gemara does in Masechet Ta'anit and Dafkathav, talk about how Chetam Meragilim was on Tisha how throughout the desert we were dying on Tisha how each of the two Mikdashes were destroyed on Tisha What's the idea? The idea seems to be something above the physical, some sort of metaphysical reality within existence. The word Ziman, which I've said more than once, designates in Judaism more than just a time. The word Ziman, if you say go to a restaurant and you order something, you're Mizamin, similar word. If we gather together at the end of a meal before Birkat Amazon, we make a Zimun. The word Ziman that means that I'm in Hazmana, we learned about earlier in Masechit Sanhedrin, when you designate something for sanctity or the other way. Uh, the word Zeman means to set aside. Zeman, in turn, when we talk about time, 
time is something that's set aside. It's embedded into the metaphysical DNA of that day, of that year, that something is auspicious to the So We say it about the holidays all the time. Holidays are a time for tapping into different energies. Shabbat, do you feel it? It's a time. Time has that capability. Now, you might experience it different than me. We certainly experience these days different than 100 years ago, but there's different coordinates, but reality is the same. That's what the Gemara will be fleshing out throughout over here. So the first one is this time during which Yerav ben Avad is appointed. And the Navi goes out of his way to say it was Ba'etahi. Onward, the Pasuk says, Be'et Pekudatam. At the time of their appointment, the Pasuk says in Sefi Yirmiya, Yovedu, they'll be lost. It seems to be a reference to the Avdeh Avodah Zarah and the destruction of the Mikdash. There's a time for calamity, for bad things to happen. The Pasuk similarly has There'll be good times. The Pasuk talks about It talks about God turning to us. There's an eight, there are times that are auspicious for goodness. Listen, I used to, when I was younger, not understand it. I made fun of it, you know, Hatan and Kala. It's like for them, the day of Kippur, it's an important day. I say to every Hatan and Kala today, I say, this is a day which is auspicious. This is a day where you're really tapped into reality, connected to one another, hopefully to God as well. I mean, that's the idea over here through all these statements. Ubiyom pokti upakadati alehem hatatam. Tanami eti that's a pasuk after Heta Egel, where God is forgiving, but he does say there'll be a time where I'll take out all that they are deserving of, says Rashi. It's a reference to Tisha The pasuk says with regard Parashat Vayeshev, with regards to Yehuda. Yehuda, ultimately speaking, goes away from his brethren, the pasuk says, and he finds the woman who is unknown, unbeknownst to him, his daughter-in-law, Tamar, and he has relations with her, and the aftermath of it is very messy. She becomes impregnated. He doesn't know it's from her. He says she should be burned. He's exposed publicly, or he exposed himself publicly, as being the one who was involved. But this is what begins it. The Pasuk says it was at that time. What's at that time? Again, Now you might, again, make the mistake of saying this sounds like predetermination. It's not predetermination. It's much as, well, it's as predetermined as the nurture of your household. You grew up in a specific household, in a particular community, maybe with some schooling. As a result, there are certain things that were more accessible and natural to you. That's the description. It doesn't mean you can't overcome it. it doesn't mean you're not going to make it your own. So onward with the description of what took place at this time period, Rehavam goes to a place called Shechem. We know that place called and Rehavam there believes he's going to be coronated by all of Israel. He's going to receive his kingship, his monarchy. Why do you go to Shechem? What's the significance of the place Shechem? Well, keep in mind that Rehavam is not going to have an easy time. As a result, we look at Shechem and we say there's something, not only with regards to time, but a place. Place can be auspicious for positive. It can be a place that's susceptible for goodness or badness. What do we know about Shechem? Shechem is a place, a place where we look for and realize this badness. Before Yosef, it's the place where Dina was raped 
by Shechem and Hamor, right? That's the family where she's found and is raped. Bishchem Macheru Ahav et Yosef. It's where Yosef is sold. Says Rashi, well, not really. The Pasuk says that the brothers go to Shechem. Yaakov sends Yosef to Shechem to find the brothers. Yosef is ultimately finding, finds the brothers in a place called Dotan. Rashi says either Dotan was a small village connected to Shechem, or Dotan, he quotes from a Midrash, is Milashon Dan. It's the place where they judged him and they were actually in Shechem. But it means Shechem, again, not a very positive place. Beshechem, lastly, it's the place where the kingship and monarchy, the continued one, is split from David, taken from Rehavam, and handed to Yeravam. Didn't we discuss earlier all of the uh, prohibitions of was classified as Abudazara, and part of that was saying that this day or at this time, I'm going to do business or I'm not going to do business, or this is good for me, this is bad for me. So, how does that? Indeed. Um, well, again, uh, two things. First and foremost, we have the Gemara Masech Ta'anit says, Mishinichnas Adar Marbim Bezimcha. So what I'm trying to carefully walk along the follow, tread the following line is, is, the, is as follows. It goes like this. It's to say that this day will affect my reality, Abu Dazara, that you're attributing other forces. To say that this day will be a day where I'll be tapped into an energy which will propel me either downward or upward, that's what we're referring to over here. That's what, it's a very, again, all of this, much like I, we said a, a few days ago, you're praying at a grave, very fine line as well. You're accepting a biracha from a righteous person, very fine line. Are you assuming they're giving you the biracha? Are you assuming the dead person? It's along the lines of Abu Dazara as well. Very fine lines on a lot of this sort of stuff. People as a result say, I don't have anything to do with any of it. It's all nonsense. It's in our tradition. We do accept certain energies above and beyond the physical and the regular world and the things that you and I see. You got to be careful with it, no question. And and that question I am asked, and the Rishonim ask it, Rashba, if I'm not mistaken, but I'm asked it very often. And the answer, although I could share it with you, is not always so easy to say. It takes a class, it takes a perspective. All right, uh, let's call it over here. Baruch Amen, Amen.